Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jacked up to have Derek Moncrief on the Three Down Nation podcast. CFL All-Star linebacker. But now we know him as a budding NFL star with the Los Angeles Rams. It's been a long road for you to get there, Derek. But where do we find you today? Man, uh, yeah, definitely been a long road. Thanks for having me. Uh, man, L.A., man, with the Rams, uh, it's a blessing. And, uh, you know, just getting ready uh, for Seattle Seahawks after this bye week. So, getting ready. Getting ready. Big-time divisional game. But let's go literally all the way back. You were born and raised in Prattville, Alabama. When did you first start playing football? How did you get into the game? Oh, uh, my dad. Um, my dad trained me and my older brothers. Uh, started playing like the age of five or six. Um, just growing up, uh, he just teaching us everything, the fundamentals, the basic fundamentals of football, how to catch, how to run, how to train, uh, how to tackle, uh, how to be a leader. Uh, so. My dad, man, and then my mom pushing us uh, just to be the best we can be. So, you know, I came a long way from that dirt road in Prattville, Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) When did you think that you developed a love for the game, that it was more than just playing around like a little kid? Uh, I was always passionate. Uh, I remember when I was younger, I told my mom I was going to be in the NFL. I was young. I played cornerback. They used to call me primetime, like Deion Sanders, like at an early age, man. I always had like that, that passion and that swagger. Um, as I got older, you know what I mean? I think junior high was a game. I had like two or three interceptions in the game. And I was like, oh man, I really could do this for a living. You know what I mean? And uh, I think that game kind of jump-started me. And, uh, just getting the passion to be a defensive back, play defense, and, and, and make big plays. And what about your family? Yeah. Just for people that don't know, you you referred to your brothers, and there's some yeah. connections there, right? Dante Moncrief, been in the NFL mm-hmm. for a long time. For the people that don't know out there, how are you related? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not. I'm actually not related to Dante Moncrief. They played at Ole Miss. Oh, I'm yeah. Not. Everybody thinks that, but nah. Oh, nah, man, I'm not. Actually, uh, he wanted me to go to Ole Miss, though. Uh, I, was <laughs> in, I was in junior college. I was, you know, pretty you know, pretty good. So, Oh, I thought there a, might have been a tie down the line where you guys were cousins. Nah, man. People ask me that all the time, but nah, we're not related. All it's right, crazy. well, we got that square now. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> but like you said, you start making plays in junior high, and then yeah. you get into high school. Scholarship yeah. offers start coming your way. What was right. that recruiting process like for you? Uh, it was it was great. You know what I mean. Um, man, it was uh, spectacular. Just just being able to uh, just get like free education. You know what I mean. Um, many people don't make it where I'm from, but it's been great players, guys that had scholarship offers, uh, but they never really took it there. And uh, I just learned. And uh, I just wanted to be the best. And uh, of course, I didn't qualify for uh, for Division One coming straight out of high school, so I had to go to junior college and you know make it make it happen. And what happened there? Because the mm-hmm. premier program in NCAA Division One football right now has to be the University of Alabama, just for the yeah. sheer amount of NFL talent they put out. You were yeah. actually in Nick Saban's office, and he wanted you to go to the Crimson Tide. What was that experience like? Oh, it was great. It was great. I remember, like, I was a junior. Uh, it was a junior day. Thank you. Yeah, the likes of Barry Sanders, his son, because we're in the same age. So uh, those guys were there, big top recruits. And, uh, man, it was like, it was crazy. Actually, I was, me and my dad went on a visit, and, and I was kind of like mind blown. I was sitting in Nick Saban's office, you know what I mean, to, to say he has interest in me. And, uh, you know, they're going to keep tabs on my, on my academics and things like that. So 
it gave me a little boost, but uh, it didn't happen. But it was a great experience, so I can always tell my kids that. And what was it like for you being from Prattville, mm -hmm. then you go to Prattville yeah. High, you're in Nick yeah. Saban's office, and you yeah. end up at Auburn. Obviously, the rivalry <laughs> there is massive, but what led to that decision for you to go from Mississippi Gulf Coast as the yeah. number one rated JUCO prospect in your class to mm -hmm. being in Nick Saban's office from before, but now I'm going to go to Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely crazy, man. Uh, I got a bunch of family members that's Alabama fans. Then you got Auburn fans. It was crazy, but uh, it was a great experience. Man, it was it was a blessing, you know what I mean, to, uh, to be able to uh, be in that position and my family to enjoy the process with me. To see them come to games and the recruitment and everything that comes with it, man, it was it was a, it was definitely a blessing on the journey for sure. So, how did you ultimately choose Auburn yeah. over the other offers that you had? Uh, because it was it was close to home. I wanted my family to be there. Uh, I seen the opportunity at hand, um, especially being a defensive back, a, a big size defensive back that can tackle and move in space and things like that. So I seen an opportunity, man, and uh, it, it didn't manifest there, but uh, I just think it was a it was a great experience for me to, uh, you know, get and, you know, help me on my journey. So you go to Auburn and then you end up transferring to Oklahoma State, who actually yeah. had interest in you throughout yeah. your initial recruiting process. How did yeah. you end up with Cowboys, and what was it like to play football in the Big 12? Oh, man. Oh, uh, I ended up there just, you know, tracing back and, and, and I know that was a great uh a great transfer school. Uh made some phone calls to some people and you know, got it done, had to pay for school first little semester and and, and you know, it, it was a blessing to to get there and, and to um to re kind of restart my journey. Uh I think that was a great thing for me. Um just just uh be around some guys right there and and uh, develop some hard working skills on and off the field. Uh, great, a great college to go to. And yeah, man, it was it was a definitely a great experience for me there. Who were some of your teammates maybe along the way that you played with, be it at Oklahoma mm -hmm. State or anywhere else yeah. that are in the pros right now, CFL or NFL? Oh, uh, Right now, uh, actually, I play the guys this weekend coming up. Uh, Trey Flowers plays cornerback. That was my roommate. And uh, Chris Carson, he's a running back, starting running back. So, you know, those guys, uh, those, are my, those are my homies right there. So, it's going to be pretty fun. Uh, it's a uh, couple guys. Uh, I know Kevin Peterson, he plays for the Arizona Cardinals. Um, who else? And uh, Ramon Richards, he's going to the CFL, but he played with the Rams. Uh, he actually wore number 47 for the Rams, so that was kind of crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's a couple guys that's out there, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, and surprisingly for me, yeah. at the end of your NCAA career, yeah. you get drafted by an NFL yeah. team. You don't get yeah. signed as an undrafted free agent. You don't even go yeah. – minicamp people <laughs> up in Canada well know your talent and how quickly you took to the CFL game but yeah. what was it like to go through that process you're a big fast physical defender that could play multiple positions right. and you think you're going to get drafted heading in to the NFL yeah. draft and it yeah. doesn't happen and then you don't even get signed so what was that all like for you definitely uh it was difficult you know what I mean um just seeing just seeing the whole draft process, uh, I had a little thing with my family, little small little gatherings. We watching the draft, you know, as the as the rounds go by, especially like that second third day, you know for sure your name can call. You getting phone calls from your agent. You seeing it, you know what I mean? They drafting guys in your position. Uh, it was definitely difficult, but um, my, my dad and, and and some other close people, my brothers and my mom and. Just told me to keep my head up. You know what I mean. Um, I'm blessed, and, and I'm probably I'm the one. I'm one of the best in the world. So uh, they helped me a lot, and I had a very support system, a great support system, and, and families and friends. So it was pretty good. 
And you said that you're looking forward to your battle against the Seattle Seahawks coming up this yeah. weekend. Big yeah. time tilt in your division. But going yeah. through the draft process, you felt like there was, let's say, a fair chance that you would end up there. Why was that? Uh, because, uh, you know, back then they had the Legion of Boom, right? So big defensive backs. Um, probably one of the first teams during that time to have like a big defensive backfield, athletic guys that can run, play special teams, things like that. So uh, I fit, I fitted their mold for like what they wanted, uh, but it didn't happen. You know what I mean? Plenty of teams called me during the week uh, prior to the draft and everything, just getting information, what airport I fly out of and things like that. But uh, it didn't happen, man. Uh, so that's all I can say about that. Just part of the story. And yeah. you go from not being selected in the NFL drafts to yeah. Saskatchewan. But I'm super yeah. curious, how did that all take place? Because you see some guys that maybe they try to hang on and get into a training camp a little later when there's some injuries in the NFL season, when they're coming out of college, or maybe they go play in the arena league or some indoor leagues yeah. down there. But the yeah. CFL was where you signed your per first pro contract. And yes, Chris Jones tracked you down. So how did all of that happen? Oh, man, uh, I signed this agent at the time and uh, got at work for him, Keith Washington, uh, and Chris Jones. Uh, they're, they're good friends and talk football all the time, players and that sort of thing. And uh, also my um, ex-junior junior college teammate, he was with Saskatchewan. Um, he told uh, Coach Jones about me. Uh, Xavier Bingham, shout out to my guy, man. Uh, so shout out to those two guys. To, uh, they helped me. Uh, I got out there to Dallas, did the workout. Uh, did great in the workout. Uh, me and this other defensive back, actually, he got there. He went to Saskatchewan before me. So he was in camp before I got there. So when I got there, it was kind of crazy. I seen him. I was like, okay, okay. Cool. <laughs> So, yeah, he got there before me, but uh, that was good. You know what I mean? Guys chasing their dreams. Um, it just gave me extra motivation to keep pushing. So, yeah. And what was it like for you going to a free agent camp where there's, you know, a bunch of other guys looking right. for a contract, but there's also not many of those for the team right. to hand out? What do you feel right. like made you stood out, and why do you think Chris Jones took such a quick liking to you? Uh, just big and I can run. Uh I could play multiple positions, play safety, play linebacker, uh, could play some corner, you know what I mean? Uh, great hips, got closing on the ball. And, uh, you know, uh, it showed, it showed like once I got in the CFL shape, especially like going into my second year, coming in, uh, Coach Jones, he, he used me in a, a lot of ways, you know what I mean? That, that the film speaks for itself. So he's seen something in me, you know what I mean, that I didn't see in myself at the time. So. Chris Jones loves those quick hips, man. He's always talking about that. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. That's my guy. <laughs> so you touched yeah. down in Saskatchewan. What was that like for you? And was it literally your first time ever coming across the border? First time, man. It was uh, definitely, it was, it, was, it was different. But I loved it, you know what I mean? I'm getting the do something I love to do. I never thought that I, you know, I'd be going to the CFL. I seen it on TV, things like that. But to be actually like signing a contract with the CFL team, man, it, it was it was definitely a blessing. Uh, the culture was different. Uh, the fans were like like back at home, of course, to me because I come from a big football town. So, uh, man, it was uh, definitely it was it was life changing for me. Did you experience any sort of culture shock in just terms of how Canada was maybe different from the United States or where you grew up? A lot of people saying A. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, especially like hearing that and just, you know, certain foods, the poutine, uh, all type of stuff, man. It was, it was, it was, it was great, but uh, quite different at the time, but I adjusted to it. So I'm part Canadian now. <laughs> ah, I like it. Yeah. Did you have some maple syrup while you were up here? I, yeah, I did. I did. I did. I did. Pretty good. It Pretty was that good. the first time you had ever had it? Like that. Like that, that authentic maple syrup. Like, yeah. It was good. Proper. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So in terms of football yeah. development, how crucial yeah. do you feel like Jones was? And you sort of touched on it earlier that that second yeah. season you really felt like you took mm-hmm. off. But overall throughout your time in Saskatchewan, how critical was Coach Jones for you? Oh, man, he uh, he's taught me a lot, man. Just to always work hard, you know, don't matter – if you're the, the number one guy, you know, you're the best defender in the league, it's always something you have to work at. Um, just being critical of yourself, uh, being a technician, um, just learning the fundamentals and keep just drilling it and drilling it each and every day. Uh, man, that guy, that guy right there, he played a big part of my developmental stage. Um, as far as just learning things, man, and being a student of the game, so man, I, I got to give it to him, man. He, he's one of the, uh, he's one of the greatest coaches I've ever had. You know what I mean? So I really appreciate him man, for everything. Do you think you'd be where you are in the NFL today if you yeah. hadn't gotten associated with Chris Jones and learned from him? Nah, man, because he played a very important role in my developmental stages because you got to think about it how the game transfer how the game has transpired now and, and looking at it um being able to play in space being able to do different things um playing different position matching up with guys and playing a lot of man to man in a on a big field uh just doing different things like scheme wise and all type of stuff, learning how to blitz, for example, because I never was a blitz. I always played free safety. I never, you know what I mean? So that's, he showed me how to do that and, and technique, I beat hips. Like, man, he, he's, you know what I mean? I, I wouldn't be here, you know what I mean? Uh, I think God just put him put him there to, to help me for a reason. So I'm very appreciative of that, for sure. Since Coach Jones has been in Cleveland, did the Browns yeah. ever look at you throughout the process? Never talked to the Browns. Never talked to the Browns. Uh, nah, never talked to the Browns, for sure. All but right. I talked to him. He <laughs> Is he still giving yeah. you tips and stuff? Nah, he ain't giving me no tips. Uh, but I, I talked to him. I talked to him uh, not too long ago. I think he texted me, man. I think he did text me, so... Did he text you before or after your debut in the NFL? Uh, did he? I can't remember. I had so many text messages, but uh, <laughs> it was before. I know we talked before, for sure. So, a couple months. So. Before we get really into your debut in the NFL and yeah. what's it been like with the Rams, I yeah. just want to go through your CFL All-Star in 2019. You right. have a bunch of NFL teams looking at you, sort of flying yeah. all over for workouts. What yeah. was that whole process like? <laughs> that was that process was crazy. Uh, I'm gonna I'm go back a little bit. The season, man. I just knew the season that uh, I was gonna have. You know what I mean? I know third season, the game much slower now. Uh, just prepared myself, and um, I really didn't even. I really didn't even look. Ahead, you know what I mean. I know people was talking NFL, NFL this, NFL that, but I just enjoyed like the whole time with my teammates and 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 I was where my feet were. You know what I mean. So I couldn't look ahead, trying the best to uh, help lead the team to a CFL, Great Cup championship, but we fell short, of course. But uh, fast forward into the uh, workouts, man. The workouts were crazy. You know what I mean? It's just traveling wise, but I was locked in. You know what I mean? It was um, it was a fun experience. Um, just just um, coming from where I came from, like the journey that led me up to those moments, man. It was it was huge. You know, uh, just it, it was a blessing. You know, just coming from where I come from and being able to have those opportunities to uh to blossom and, and to put put forward my uh, best foot forward uh it was a blessing for sure yeah let's stick with 2019 for a second because you guys come within 
a ring of the goalpost or a hit of the goalpost <laughs> away from going to the Grey Cup. And that yeah. team was loaded, man. Like, we're yeah. talking about, you know, Shaq Evans is CFL All-Star. <clears throat> Cody Fajardo is, of course, yourself. Yeah. You know, a bunch yeah. of guys on defense. Charleston Hughes, who's arguably the best pass rusher in the league. And, yeah, you're loving your guy, Chucky. But yeah. what was that year like? Because mm-hmm. – in a sense, the Riders kind of came out of nowhere. Everyone looks at Calgary as being the number one team out west. You guys right. win the West Division and come so mm-hmm. close to that great cup, man. Man, that that season right there, it started off kind of. It started off rocky because I remember we uh, I think we dropped our first two, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Hamilton was the first game. Uh, then we lost to Ottawa. They blew us out, and. Uh, we had a soul search right there, right then at that moment, uh, to see what type of team we wanted to be. And and we got to that home game. We played Toronto, and, and we had the best week of practice. And I knew then, like, we could be a, a great team. And, uh, you know, we went we went on a run there. And, and yeah, man, it was, it was great because guys were uh, – the team camaraderie was – was good, man. Uh, we played for each other. We didn't worry about the outside noise, and, and we just kept getting better. Shout out to Craig Dickerson, man. That's my guy right there. Great, great guy, man. Great guy on and off the field. Can always talk to him. Hell of a coach, though, man. He's uh, it's gonna be a great one for sure. Just keep on keeping on. So, have yeah. you heard from Coach Dickey since you've been in the NFL? Yeah, oh yeah, Coach Dickey hit me up on the uh, Facebook Messenger. You know. Football as well and everything. Um, yeah, man, Coach Dickey. I talked to a couple guys, Shabers, um, Coach Kent, uh, the, the the screen coach. Yeah, man. So, yeah, man. Everybody, everybody still, you know, keeping up. So, yeah. Before we get to the NFL stuff, I gotta ask you real quick about Cody Fajardo yeah. and how important you felt like he was in that team, being first in the West and so close yeah. to the Grey Cup because. Man, he just seems like he's a dude that is a bro in the locker room that you want to hang around and on yeah. the field, obviously, making tons of plays. What's Cody like? Sprinkle, shout out to the sprinkle of Jesus. That's the guy right there, man. He's a, a great guy, man, um, off the field. Great personality. Uh, guy you can kick it with. We had Bible study together. We'll go to the chaplain's house and just talk about life and everything. He's a great guy Um on the field, fierce competitor, uh, the ultimate team leader. Um, um, he puts the whole team before himself. He knows how to lead, you know what I mean? And, and hard work, gutsy guy, man, played through injuries and, and whatnot. And, and, and man, uh, he's somebody uh, that's definitely an inspiration, man. Not only to me, to the whole province of Saskatchewan, the city of Regina, man, he's, uh, he's a great guy for sure. Could Cody Fajardo be good enough to play quarterback in the NFL right now, you think? Fajardo can play. Fajardo can play. You know, he got Scribbler that plays with uh, Arizona. Um, You know what I mean? They're two different quarterbacks, but, uh, yeah, if the opportunity presented itself, I think he could do it. You know what I mean? Just just work hard. He'll be all right. And your face lit up earlier when I mentioned Charleston Hughes. So, I got to yeah. ask you about him. He was very vocal already during the NFL season on Twitter saying he feels like he'd be the best pass rusher in the NFL right now. How do you Man. feel about Hughes in terms of his talent? And then what's your relationship like with him? <laughs> Chuck, man, Chuck, Chuck is one of the, one of the greatest, uh, I call him the, the, the sack master because he's like, He's going to find a way to get that sack where it's either boiling somebody, swimming, or a spin move, or whatever you got to do, he's going to get to the quarterback, especially in clutch moments. You know what I mean? Me playing defensive back, the hybrid position, I knew we just had to hold on for like at least a second or so, and he'll be back there. Uh, so that was great. And actually, Chuck was my roommate my last year, so Ah. Uh, that's my guy. Like we, we like man. Talk about life. Talk about everything. Uh, he's definitely a comedian. <laughs> One of the funniest guys. Like man, hands down, man. He's a uh, but a great person. You know what I mean? He taught me a lot 
for so for sure. Give me your best Chuck joke and your <laughs> story with Chuck. <laughs> if you can keep it together. <laughs> oh, I, it's so many, man. It's so many. Chuck, Chuck is Chuck is different, man. Chuck is different. I I remember one time Chuck just uh he always wear like this onesie thing, this Saskatchewan onesie. Just come in looking crazy. Chuck crazy. He'll do anything, you know what I mean? Like he's the life of the party. Uh <laughs> he had a whole team cracking up, man. He's uh yeah, he's a fun he's a fun guy to be around, man. So we need to get some details on this onesie. What was involved in that? What was the design of it? It was like green or something like it's like a John Deere green. And he'll wear it, like, he's just weird. Like, you know what? I don't feel like putting no clothes on a day. Let me throw on the ones. <laughs> so crazy. That's Did that only guy. come out in 2019, the onesie? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. When it get cold, especially when it got cold, he'll throw it on quick. <laughs> so are we talking like a spandex onesie or like something to keep you warm? Like uh just something to keep you onesie. Yeah, like a jogging suit onesie, yeah. But Chuck crazy, man. Chuck crazy. So what was that like for you? I mean, you have this close relationship yeah. with Charleston Hughes, and he's your roommate. You guys spent so much time together. And yeah. then you go off to the NFL, which is obviously a goal for yourself, but you got to yeah. leave one of your best friends. Was it mixed emotions? Oh, yeah, it was crazy. Uh, but, like, the whole year we talked, man, he was like, yeah, man, you, you, you're going crazy, bro. They, they're going to be after you. You know what I mean? Uh taught me so much. It was, it was bittersweet leaving, you know what I mean? Uh, but I always called and check on him. Uh, I talked to him not too long ago, so he, he's always happy for me. We always cracking jokes, so that's my guy for sure. You get to play football. How do you think he's holding up without ball? Oh, it's driving him crazy right now. It's driving him nuts, but it's it's also keeping him young. <laughs> People say he's getting older, but that guy that he can play for another two or three years, you know, if he wants to. Um, but it's definitely driving him crazy. And he'll be ready when the season kicks back off, for sure. It seems like he's confident and he was adamant and not just yeah. saying it to say it on Twitter that he feels like he could be one of the best pass rushers in the NFL right now. Do you feel like that? Because you're at that level right now and you're around one yeah. of the best defensive linemen, Aaron Donald, in the entire yeah. league. Yeah, it could. It, it, it's. Only thing about that is 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 it's ability, but uh, your mind. It, the older you get, the smarter you get. You should get as playing a sport with experience. Um, it's different ways you can get to the quarterback. You don't have to be the fastest guy or anything. It's it's certain techniques and things like that. Tricks of the trade that that Chuck. I'm telling you, he's a he's a sack master. So. <laughs> that guy can really do it now. <laughs> sure. Well, it's cool to hear that you're still keeping in touch with Chuck. And yeah. we sort of touched on it earlier, but you go through this workout process and it seemed like yeah. you were in a different city like every other day, almost. Yeah. <laughs> what led to you finally deciding to sign with the Las yeah. Vegas Raiders? Were there competing offers on the table? How much guaranteed money was there? Like, did that play a role in it? How did all of that factor into where you ultimately signed? Well, I just seen it as the opportunity of just looking at the rosters, what they have, what they could possibly like bring in, uh, what kind of defense that I would fit in that that, that didn't like, uh, that didn't contain me and just let me just kind of like play you know what I mean? Let me free, let me kind of free play, but you know, uh, nothing too crazy. Um, but now nah, money didn't play a role because I already knew I'm coming from the CFL, so it's gonna be kind of hard anyway. It's just you know, just get my foot in the door, just as far as that wise. Um, but uh, yeah, pretty much with that, man, I was just. The perfect fit, you know what I mean? It's not anything going to be perfect, but uh, just the best situation possible. You know, I prayed upon it, and, and yeah, I signed with the Raiders. So. And it seemed like the general manager there, Mike Mayock, was really yeah. high on you. 
and yeah. then after free agency happens, they go out and they yeah. get some guys at the linebacker position, and then also yeah. add reinforcements in the draft. And you're waived on <laughs> May 11th. How did yeah. you feel when that happened? Crazy. Uh, actually, yeah, it was Mother's Day. It was Mother's Day night. Got a call. Telling that's gonna let me go. I was like, okay, cool, thank you. Um, but uh, it was kind of, it was kind of, it wasn't that. It was kind of like a little blow, but I was confident because um, it was nothing I did right. I know it was just like that because it was Mother's Day. My mom was. Uh, you know, still battling cancer and whatnot, and she was going through treatments and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, man, that was that was the only thing. I just didn't want her to know and find out, you know, and, and, and you know, that kind of would have hurt her. So that was the only thing for me. I was good because I knew, like, I'm one of the best in the world. I can do this. I can play with anybody. You can put me on Mars, and they got a football field on Mars, and I'm going to go do it. So <laughs> I just kept going, man, and, you know, uh, you know, the rest is history on that. How's your mom doing right now? She's great, man. Cancer free. Uh, she had her last treatment in um, June. Uh, the, what day before my birthday? Yeah, the day before my birthday. Yeah, she finished. Uh, she finished that. Finished cancer free, cancer and then now watching her boy play in the NFL. Yeah, she loving that. So, <laughs> for sure. So you get released by the Raiders on Mother's Day and honestly warms the heart to hear that she's cancer free as well. Yeah. And then I feel like there was a period where everyone's wondering what's going on with Derek Moncrief, which NFL team is going to sign him, especially in Canada, because yeah. everyone up here knows your talent. So yeah. what happened in the period between being released from the Raiders to you ending up in Los Angeles with the Rams, did you almost sign with some other NFL teams? Did you have a bunch of workouts? Were you just waiting to see some training camp injuries potentially? What was that like for you? And how did you ultimately decide to go to LA? Oh man, first of all, I was just, I put my nose to the grind. I turned my grind up even more. I'm a hard worker, but uh, I just, just all locked in. Um, and with my team, my agency, uh, I couldn't sports, um, you know what I mean? Uh, we just continue just to negotiate with teams and, and see what's what, if I could get a workout. But with the COVID, it was so hard because you couldn't get workouts at the time. For a period of time, we couldn't get it, right? So you can check on guys, and that's when Zoom meetings was going on. So had a bunch of Zoom meetings. Um Zoom meetings, it was just work. We're just seeing if guys could get released or cut or see if we can get a workout here or there, but we couldn't. Uh, so I just kept working, man. And, and finally, the NFL opened up and, and workouts started happening. So, did you have any yeah. Zoom meetings with NFL teams in that period? Nope, nope. Couldn't get, couldn't get anything. So, Nah, couldn't get anything. Just my agent, just working, man. Shout out to him. You know, just kept working and, and kept plugging the phone away, and uh, you know, finally got it. You know, finally got it done for sure. You might as well throw. You can throw his name out there too if you want. If you want to give him a oh, phone. yeah, Will Harris, Icon Sports, best agent out there. So for sure. And then, That's how did that happen? That you ended up in Los Angeles? Were there competing offers there? Did you feel like the Rams offer you the best opportunity? How did it shake down? Uh, actually, um, I went to Minnesota a few days, uh, almost like a week before. So I went to Minnesota, had a great, great workout there. Great workout. I knew for sure. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, I, I ain't going back home. You know what I mean? I was sure I was confident, but. They, they was like, they was going to call me back. So that happened. And uh, I think two days later, whatnot, I got a phone call from uh, my agent. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, my agent told me that I have a, a workout with the Rams. 
Um, talked to the guys and, and came out here and focused. Like this was with the, this the last chance on earth. You know what I mean? And, and, and just locked in. And, you know, I did what I had to do to uh, to get a, get a contract signed there, so. Did you talk to head coach Sean McVay or Les Snead throughout that workout process or getting the contract done? Mm, I actually signed a contract when I before my first practice, so. Uh, nah, not until uh, they see me and stuff like that, but it wasn't like no direct stuff, you know, just the scouts and the personnel people. They like, they love my workout. They were, you know, they were wild in my workout, so I had a great workout, man. And, you know, rest is history on that. That's <laughs> all I can say about that. And by yeah. the time you got there, were you around for any of the HBO Hard Knocks cameras? Yeah, I think I got the last, yeah, I did, I did. Matter of fact, especially like the final cuts and stuff like that. And I, uh, yeah, I had a practice or so on there. Yeah, yeah. So I got, I got some, I got some HBO Showtime a little bit. <laughs> what was that experience like? I mean, everyone talks about it, and we see the finished yeah. product. But yeah. to have cameras around you twenty four seven, you have to watch the cuss words a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't really cuss like that. But oh, uh, nah. But um, yeah, it was, it was, it was different. You know what I mean? Uh, it's fun because like you grew up like watching hard knocks or seeing stuff like on YouTube and like, dang, they on hard knocks. And for me to actually be like on hard knocks, yeah, it's crazy. You know what I mean? But it's kind of normal for me because I'm playing football, so I'm kind of not thinking about the camera. So Yeah, it's almost like if you're in a packed stadium, you're not really thinking about the noise. You're just focused on what you're doing. Right, right, right. Yeah. What's it been like for you being in LA with the Rams, new stadium, you know, a team yeah. that's of Super Bowl caliber in a right. division that's super tight in the NFC West and getting acclimated with yeah. being ready to make your NFL debut? Oh man, it's it's been a great process. Uh you know, since I got here, since I planted my feet in California, uh I just been laser focused, you know what I mean, coming in the training camp late. Uh, just trying to trying to play catch up, you know what I mean? Just studying hours and hours and hours of film uh, because I'm the next guy up. So uh, never get caught with your work undone. A great mentor told me that. So I'm always uh, preparing, uh, watching film, um, whatever, getting my body right and, and, you know, just staying ready for the moment. And, uh, you know, and I got the, and I got the okay to, uh, to go ahead to be, activated for the uh, debut, man. Uh, I was ready, you know what I mean? Some things I had cleaned up, but I, I haven't played football since November of last year. So it was great to get back on the field and, uh, you know, represent for sure. Before you got put on the active roster, what was yeah. it like being on a practice squad? And what would a typical practice for you involves? Are you on scout team, sort of showing the offense the look of the opponent, and right. you actually get some defensive and special teams reps? Uh, no, nah, it was, uh, first of all, being on the practice squad, it's different because I've been a three-year starter the last, you know, the last three years, I've been a starter. So that's kind of different mentally, you know what I mean? You have to, you have to take it on, but you have to know, like, you're in a new spot, you can't acclimate it. You're playing a new position that you never played before. Um, just learning things and, and just just being patient. You know what I mean? Uh, not saying it didn't drive me crazy. Uh, you know what I mean? Because uh, I'm a competitor. Uh, anytime a competitor wants to play, you know, it, it always gonna give you that that upper edge just to want to be out there. So, um, yeah, but uh. As far as uh, practice looks, um, you get the guys the best look uh, for the opponents that week. Um, just keep working, just keep working, whatever you're doing. Because for me, like when I'm at practice, I won't I won't begin to like the, the reps as a starter. So uh, that's my game. So for me to stay in shape and 
to be able to see what they're doing. And then I'm giving a look. I'm full from the head to my feet. I'm going all the way in. So it's, it's all about preparation. Were you playing the role of any star linebackers that Jared Goff and the offense are getting ready for? Uh, what the first week, uh, Xavier Smith, uh, Cowboys, uh, yeah, uh, Chicago, uh, 59, the Smith, the Smith kid. Roquan Smith? Yeah, Roquan Smith. Uh, Couple dudes. Yeah, man, I played safety the week before for Miami. Oh, uh, yeah, so, it, I mean, yeah, you never know, you never know, but, you know, you just get a, get a guy the best look to help them prepare, man, so they can dominate, for sure. And how did you find out that you were going to be called up and make your NFL debut? Was it Sean McVay calling you into his office or just giving you a phone call or a Zoom call? Was it Les mm -hmm. Snead? Who delivered the news? Uh, the coach, uh, the special teams coach, was just telling me, get, uh, I'll give you a look at, um, you know, his position on special teams and right before practice. So it was kind of like, yeah, like be ready because you never know your number can ca be called, man. Uh, so, you know, went out there to practice and, you know, just, just tried to do my technique the best way I could and, you know. Uh, for the next two or three days, I just prepared and tried to work on it, everything and just, just let it all hang out on the Sunday. And you mentioned earlier, to me at least, that Eric Henderson was a guy that you were familiar with, the defensive line coach with the yeah. Rams. Did he help you feel at home and maybe speed yeah. up your acclimation process there in terms of getting used to how everything runs in L.A.? Yeah, he's just a guy, you know, it's a it's a great it's a great uh that's that's a great person, man. Uh it's like family. Uh just you know, just showing me the ropes and you know, you know what type of person I am. We know what, you know, he knows that he knows that I'm focused. Um just giving me encouragement along the way each and every day. Uh you know what I mean? I can go to his office and just highlight him and, and you know. Just things, man. He's just a positive ball of energy. So it's great to have him here for sure. All right. So you prepare that week for your debut. You know yeah. that you're largely going to be focused on special teams. You get mm -hmm. to Miami and Tua Tagovailoa is yeah. making his debut as well mm -hmm. on the other side. But, you know, lots mm -hmm. of people in Canada were tuned in to what you were going to do. So what was the feeling like pregame warm ups? <laughs> showing up at the stadium, going into the locker room for your first time. Was it surreal in a sense, or was it just like for you, another football game? Man, it, it was uh, it was surreal, you know what I mean? Just just, just the whole process, you know what I mean? Uh, just pulling up to the stadium, I just remember uh, uh, feeling like a superhero, like almost like, yeah. And we here now. Let's do it. You know what I mean? It was exciting. Uh just over all the years, uh, you know, hard work and and dedication and, and time when I was didn't feel like doing anything or every every emotion, you know what I mean? And and to get there and to uh, to really experience it and live it. I took it all in, pregame, everything, and uh, I was locked in, though, for sure. But uh, it was definitely a blessing, man, and I thank God for that, for sure. What superhero did you turn into? Who's your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> man, I felt like I felt like the Incredible Hulk out there. I all felt like the Green. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, for so, for so, for so, for so, so. Yeah, man, it was. It was it was crazy, you know what I mean, and especially like playing against my old roommate, uh, Sam Guavian, aka Slug. That's my guy right there, man. We uh, it's crazy that we used to like if we play on a Friday or Saturday or some Sunday, we'll be watching NFL games. Like we're gonna be there, you know what I mean, and and and, and praying and, and envisioning those moments and to be able to play against each other. My first game, his second season, 
we on the field at the same time competing against each other, man. It's it's it's, it's a moment that I never forget. So you lived with him in 2018 before he went down. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We stayed, yeah, two two years. He was my roommate. Two years. So 2017, yeah. 2018, 2019. He goes to the NFL. 2020, yep. you're in the NFL. Yep. And he just sent me his jersey, so I I got it. I, uh, huh. <laughs> ah. just, yeah, it's crazy if you can see that. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, he sent me his jersey, man. I sent him mine, so he did a little jersey swap. Did you actually line up against him in the game? Oh yeah, yeah. He was on kickoff. I was on kickoff return, uh, punt. Pump return. So yeah, we, we got out there and got a little active for sure. <laughs> then break it down for us. Who won those reps? Uh, I won I won yeah, I won one. I won one for sure. Did he got one? Yeah. You tied? Did he did he get one? I, I can't recall that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you yeah. feel a difference in the speed of the game, especially compared to the CFL game? Was that any different for you? Nah, man, people ask me that all the time. Uh, the CFL game is way faster, right? Uh, the biggest difference is, is some of the, 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 the trenches, you know what I mean, as far as offensive line and defensive line. Uh, those guys are big and they're agile. They're smart, you know what I mean? Not that players in the CFL are smarter, but the trenches are a difference. Uh, you can tell, like, these are some of the best guys in the world at what they do, you know what I mean? So, um as far as that, you know what I mean? But the skill position, I mean, you got guys that's great, great technique and everything, but the CFL game is way faster. Uh, I tell anybody that uh, just because you got three downs and everything's constantly on the move. So that means you got to be, you got to keep moving. You keep moving. You keep moving. But NFL, you might get a ground and pound game where it's just, you know what I mean? It's just ground and pound. They might run the ball 30 times, uh, you know, but yeah. It's football at the end of the day, once the ball snaps. Did you take <laughs> a minute to yourself at any point pre-game yeah. or after the game to yeah. take it all in and realize where you were here, be where your feet are, like you mentioned you were in Saskatchewan, that you never looked yeah. ahead to that day. But then right. in Miami, there you are in that stadium. Did yeah. you take it all in? Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Uh, especially like pre-game, I went out there and warmed up. I was like, I looked around. Looked around the stadium, took it all in. You know what I mean? Because uh, the game I play, man, it's a, such a violent sport. You never know anything can happen. Uh, I'm blessed to be blessed to be able to uh, do what I do, uh, especially like just playing five years in, in college and three years professionally in another country and coming back to the American dream. Uh, yeah, I took it all in. I took it all in and uh, I embraced the moment uh, because it was it was much more bigger than me. It was uh, for my family, of course. Uh, you know, God, you know, he blessed me and just be able to represent, man, and give young kids hope, uh, give older adults hope and, and inspiration. And uh, that's, that's what it's all about for me, so for sure. What was the road trip like overall? And I guess I'm sort of referring to COVID-19 and maybe some of the protocols. Like, did you yeah. guys obviously are flying on a private jet. Did you essentially just fly in, go to a hotel that was locked down, go to the stadium, play the game the next day, and then leave right from the stadium? Was there anything different about that that was unique from other experiences you've had? Uh, yeah, we just have to travel the day before, get to the hotel, you know, make sure we're, we're, we're good. And uh, the morning, we'll do a little test. Got to wear these Connexon things. Um, For contract tracing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the tracing. And uh, head to the stadium, do what we do. Get back on the play to go. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty much, it's, it's structured. So, you know what I mean? You won't have any other 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 things going on. So you won't get sick, man. You try you try the best way to prevent it. You know what I mean? The best way we can. And uh we've been pretty good. Our team been pretty good. We've been pretty blessed to not be able, you know, not be shut down or whatnot by the by the COVID. So hopefully it keeps going.
And when you flew into Miami, like, were you even allowed to leave the hotel? And was your hotel guarded by security to keep other people out? Yeah, we, uh, yeah, everything is structured. So it's, 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 yeah, we're straight to the hotel. No, no, no walking out of it or anything. So just to be safe, man, because you never know, like, you can come in contact with somebody and then walk out the hotel room. You go and you got to eat breakfast and stuff and you're in a locker room. Somebody could be sick that fast. So just just be cautious and, and know it's a business trip anyway. So we got a game the next day. No time to be playing around. So. And yeah. what's it been like for you getting used to the COVID test happening? It seems like every day. Yeah, we got to take COVID tests every day. Every day. So, uh I mean, excuse me, but I mean, it's not, it's normal, you know what I mean? It's not bad, it's like a little quick, little swab. Uh, the process is just like a daily thing now, but at first, like the first week or so, you're like, dang, you got tits every day, but now it's just like putting your shoes on, man, you gotta, you gotta stay, you gotta stay healthy, man, so it is what it is on that. Just part of playing ball now. And next up for you, you have a matchup against the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson, one of the favorites, let's say, for the NFL MVP award. How have you been preparing for the Seahawks and especially yourself going into your second game where you're wanting to cement yourself as an active roster guy? Oh, man, just preparing like I do every week. Uh, My preparation hasn't changed. Um as far as this film study and everything, I've been watching film since <laughs> I was watching film at, a, at an early age. So man, um, you know, just learning tips, learning, looking at key the things, wherever it's a foot planted this way or a cadence or whatnot, uh, and just studying your opponent, having a great deal of respect for your opponent, um, knowing that I have to, I have to be prepared for whatever. Uh, whether it's defense, special teams, or anything, uh, just making sure I'm doing my job and, and doing it to the best of my ability so I can put the best foot forward so we can get this dub on Saturday. And what's it going to be like for you going against yeah. Chris Carson, your yeah. former teammate at Oklahoma State, and yeah. matching up potentially, and I'm assuming you're getting prepared in case you get the call to play some defense? Yeah, man, uh, just studying. Just studying, uh I got a great memory and I can, you know, just study my opponent and, 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 and know, uh, play the game before it, it, it even gets there. Uh, just being prepared and and, and knowing what's, uh, what's called on me to do. And uh, just be ready, man. That's the biggest thing. Uh, just studying. I'm a, I got notes and film everywhere. So, uh, I'd definitely be ready for my numbers call. In in terms of film, do you just have access to that all through the team issued iPad? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah, it's all day. <laughs> yeah. And what's Seattle looking like in terms of the high flying offense? Are there any sort of subtle keys that you've noticed about them, and what might be able to slow them down? Man, that's a that's a great offense. You know what I mean? Uh, the likes of their running game. Uh, you know, Russell Wilson, DJ, D, DK Metcalf, uh, you know, he got Tyler Lockett, got great tight ends. Uh, oh, man, they, they, they throw a lot at you. Uh, you just have to be prepared and, and, and know what what uh, what you're dealing with and, and know certain tendencies and everything. Just, just know your opponent. Uh, that's the biggest thing, man, and, and be prepared and be ready to adjust because football is all about adjustments. The Rams have a stout defense, and that, yeah. to me, feels like it's going to be the matchup of the game. Seahawks O against the Rams D. Yeah. First, I want to talk about that front and what it's been like for you to be around and just sit yeah. by up close and personal like Aaron Donald. Oh, man. Uh, one thing about that guy, he works hard every day. Um, that's the basic, the fundamental things, right? Uh, that was, that's what makes great players. Um to be great, you just got to do the basic things right over and over and over again. And, uh, 
that's how the big plays, that's how you make big plays look really big. You just doing a regular job, man. That guy, you know what I mean? Our whole front, you know what I mean? Uh, you got Brockers, you got Gaines, you got uh, Sebastian, you got all type of guys, man. Foxy, all those guys. Uh, we got a great front, man. Uh, those guys, they can eat, you know what I mean? And then, you know, you got edge rushers, you got Floyd and, and, and uh, T. Lou and guys like that, man. It's it's great to watch those guys, you know what I mean? Because they make the linebacker job easier. So, so, And then you look on the back end and you have Jalen Ramsey, who's the highest paid defensive yeah. back in the NFL, making millions yeah. back there. What makes him so special? Um, it's his love for the game. Uh, football player, man. Um, <laughs> he's got that it, that 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 thing you can't coach. You know what I mean? Uh, either you have it or you don't. Uh, some people, you you don't heard that 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 saying. That guy got it. He loves the game, man. Um, and uh, you know, he's just he's a great. He's a he's a fierce competitor. Wants to win. Uh, plays hard. Uh, tackles well, great ball skills. Uh, yeah, he, he's everything is advertised for sure. And what's it like for you to play in this division, the NFC yeah. West? That's it's so highly contested, right? People look yeah. at the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson's leading MVP candidate. You, mm-hmm. the Rams are right in there amongst the contenders in the NFC. San Francisco yeah. 49ers were the defending <laughs> NFC champions still, yeah. and then you have the Arizona Cardinals. And you mentioned it earlier, Chris yeah. Cutler's there as a backup quarterback. Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, that explosive offense. Is it the best division in football? Oh, yeah, hands down. Uh, you got to think about it. The NFC, man, is especially like, you got to think about it from the whole thing. You got Green Bay, you got the likes of the Saints, the Bucks, you know what I mean? Even the Bears got a great defense. Um, oh, man, it's, it, it's, it's definitely a great conference. And our division, man, it's uh, – any week, man, it's hard to it's hard to get a dub in the NFL um, because any given Sunday you can lose. You know what I mean? A uh, game comes down to a few plays, last five minutes of the, of the game. Uh, it's got to be great. Got to be a, a great situational master, as as coach say. Uh, just got to know situations and know your opponent. You got to execute at a high level because. You know, uh, it's a slim margin of errors. You can't you can't make the small things uh, because the great teams they capitalize on small mistakes. So we got to be ready. Majority of the teams are at the halfway point. Yeah. About eight games played. A lot of teams hovering around there. When you look across the NFL and being on the other side inside of it, who yeah. stood out to you in terms of impressing you just purely on 2020? 2020 teams, uh, uh, Buffalo stacking them, uh, you know, uh, of course, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, man, he's, 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 he's a beast, you know what I mean? Uh, Saints, Drew Brees, uh, uh, individually, uh, it's some great, great guys playing some great ball, especially Dalvin Cook, um, He's cooking right now, for sure. He's really cooking. Uh, so many great players, man. And, you know, it's it's a few select great teams. You know what I mean? Because it's a it's a it's a small margin between that. You know what I mean? It's it's a it can go either way, man. For it's so wide open. You know what I mean? With teams and the talent, and it's all about um, clicking at the right time. You know what I mean? And, you know, we're gonna we gonna find out who who's the who's the real team who got who got it who don't have it, you know, going to, going to this uh final stretch of the season. You think the Steelers can go undefeated? Uh tough division. Well not tough division, tough you know, anything can happen. You know, football is crazy, man. That team they they're a great team. Big Ben's playing unbelievable. Uh, got great playmakers. Great defense, uh, man. It's 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 it's, it's definitely uh, they, they definitely got a chance to do it. You know what I mean? The likes of Kansas City, huh? It's gonna be it's gonna be tough. 
So, uh, we'll see, man. Football, it's, it's, it's about to get interesting. It's going to separate the, 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 the good teams from the bad teams, for sure. And then on the other side, the Jets mm-hmm. don't have a win. You think right. they end up 0-16 like everyone's predicting? <laughs> they might. They might. They 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 close to getting a dub here, so they could they could they can get a dub or two. They did take the Patriots to the wire last night. Cam Newton was praying that he wasn't going to get beat by those Jets. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, man. It was a crazy game. Shout out to Cam, though, man. He's uh, he's still a beast for sure. And what about you in terms of your personal situation? Were you living in a hotel for the first little bit when you were out there in L.A.? And how quickly yeah. were you able to find a spot? Because it looks like you got a nice place. Oh, I'm in a hotel now. I'm oh, chilling. what? Have you yeah, been there the man. whole time? Yeah, I've been here. Yeah, I was at this other hotel, but now I'm at the other hotel. So I'm chilling, man. I ain't trying to do all that. Cali high. <laughs> oh, right. So it must be a nice suite that they got you. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty. It's cool. I'm by myself, so I'm good. Do you think you'll stay in the hotel for the rest of the season, or will you maybe look for a place out there? Or? It's November already, so man, I'm kind of comfortable where I'm at. I'm good. And then, what's it like for you in terms of getting back and forth to the facility? Is it close? It's like 20 minutes, so I'm good. It ain't far. Nice. Only 20 minute drive. Yeah, it's good. Just hit the hit the expressway and get to it. So, And, man, before we get, let you go, i got to ask you about the stadium. SoFi, yeah. it looks like it's a video game stadium, man. Like, <laughs> unbelievable. That scoreboard looks like it's yeah. from, like, the future. What's yeah. it like playing in there? SoFi, crazy. Uh, I haven't played in there. I, play, I practiced in there um, one time. Uh, I had the scrimmage. I got in here for the last scrimmage, so it was uh, it was pretty good. We had our uniforms on and whatnot, uh, like a game setting. But it was it was real good. Uh, and uh, the facility, I mean, the stadium is crazy, state of the art, uh, and it's, it's it's amazing. Like you got to go see it. I can't even talk about it. It, it, it amazes me. It's like a uh, like going to Disney World for the first time. <laughs> so it's definitely it's definitely a nice stadium, man. For sure. Before we let you go, I would imagine yeah. for you your next goal is obviously yeah. cement yourself as an active roster guy, but to get to that starting spot. Yeah. And how do you see yourself attaining that goal? What do you need to do to do that? And would it be at linebacker or would it be at safety or would it be a versatile position? Um, to get there, man, just, just, uh, just be in my role, what I got now, uh, be the best special teams defender in the NFL, uh, and keep preparing like a starter. Cause, uh, like I said earlier, you never know when your number is called. So I'm always preparing like I'm a starter plus more. Uh, you can always get that extra effort whether it's studying more film or lifting more weights or just um, taking more mental reps as the guy in front of you because uh, you always can learn from someone else. Uh, just picking the brains of others and, uh, you know, just preparing, just just um, one block at a time, day by day. Uh, you know what I mean? You can't build a wall in one day, but you can you can lay one brick at a time and just have a solid foundation, man, and uh, – I'll be ready for sure when the opportunity presents itself. And where can people follow your journey on Instagram and Twitter? Because you're fairly active. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, Hot Boy Shoemane on Twitter, of course. Um, Instagram, DMyCreep21. And also my going to distance, going to distance brand, uh, where I inspire people and, and, everything uh subscribe me derekmoncrief.com i got the website going uh merchandise coming soon man so uh be on the lookout for all of that it's going to be real major here in a few months yeah and how did you get all that going uh just my girlfriend my girlfriend she helped me out uh she's the brains behind the whole operation uh just helping me envision everything uh especially like 
going the distance uh, for me, inspiring people, whether you play sports or anything, uh, uh, you can go the distance. Um, it's just a vision I had and she helped me with it and, and just off and running to it, man. The website is great. Got a bunch of subscribers. Uh, I give people motivation tips, uh, inspiration on my Facebook or Instagram. So all of that, it's going pretty good, man. And it's going to take off pretty soon here.